0: Hey, hey, hey! We got one. Well, just just one. Just not not a second one. Um, but but the losing streak's over. That's fun. We'll get to it. A weekend's worth of basketball coming to you here on Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day, and you are indeed locked on Magic. Today is January seventeenth, twenty twenty-two. My name is Philip Rossmeier. I'm the expert insight editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at Philip underscore O M D. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we will recap the Magic's two games over the weekend. As the Magic beat the Charlotte Hornets and end their 10 game losing streak, we'll talk about what the Magic did to win that game and then the Magic fall to the Dallas Mavericks. We'll talk about what the Magic did in that game to lose and also look ahead to tonight's game against the Portland Trailblazers. Before we do any of that, we do want to make sure, we do want to let you know that you can follow the lockdown. You could, uh, we want to, I've done this read so many times, uh, but we want to thank you for making lockdown magic part of your day every day. No matter when you listen to us, we truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your daily listening habits. Um, you, whether you're listening to us uh, first thing in the morning, whether you're listening to us uh, when we upload, uh, whether you're listening to us at lunch, on your break, on your during your workout, on your way home, on your way to tonight's Magic Game, whenever, we truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, the Locked On Podcast Network is uh, available wherever you download podcasts. And streaming on YouTube. You can find us there as well as the other great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. So, obviously, the big story for the Orlando Magic over the last two weeks has been um, their inability to to win close games. Um, This 10 game losing streak has been frustrating, not merely because it's a losing streak and and a relatively long losing streak, the Magic's third losing streak of at least seven games or longer. Um, this one, the longest of the season so far, but just how tantalizingly close the Magic have come to getting wins, um, to, to getting over that hump. It's something that they've talked about over and over and over and over again. How they just aren't able, uh, aren't able to get that last little bit they need to win games. Um, and again, it's it's something that's both simple and complex. Make a few shots at the right moments, you win games. That's that would have won them the Boston game. Um, again, play a little bit better earlier in the game so you're not chasing the lead late, that helps you out. That 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 makes a huge difference. And, of course, the Magic. Um, our young team still learning all these things. They still need some depth. They need some guys back from injury. Um, to say that Jalen Suggs made a difference in his first game back is an understatement. Um, even if his stat line weren't as impressive as it was, just having him on the floor able to kind of balance the rotations out, be a lead guard, be a point guard, uh, or, or be just a, a secondary ball handler, really helped this team out. But the Magic won Friday's game uh, because of that and because of so many other reasons, so many of the things that they haven't been able to do successfully, so many of the things that they haven't been able to do consistently, it, it, it finally just came together to help them win that game on, um, on Friday night. Uh, the Orlando Magic started the fourth quarter down a couple of points. It was a really back and forth game. Um, there was a moment where Charlotte looked like they were going to pull away, but the Magic were able to kind of reel them back in, get back into the game. But the Magic th- firmly put their foot down and, and finally won just their, I think, their third game this season that did not require clutch minutes uh, within five points in the final five minutes, uh, going on a 15-2 run to open the third quarter or the fourth quarter. How did they do this? How did they f- finally kind of put those pieces together? Well, a Jalen Suggs makes a difference. Let's give The rookie, his due. Missed 20 games and came back like he never left. or Came back significantly better. We'll talk more about him uh, later on in the week. 12 points, 5 for 8 shooting, 6 rebounds, 7 assists. He did have 6 turnovers in the game on Friday night. But uh, as Suggs put it, after the game, he said that he spoke with Markel Fultz, who was on the trip with the team uh, this time around. Spoke with him before the fourth quarter, and Markel told him to slow down. Just play your game. Don't try and force anything. And that really proved to be a huge difference. Um, you've probably seen the clip from Nakias Duncan that's been going around about Suggs's defense. Um, that was a heck of a defensive possession. If you haven't seen it, uh, just go try and find it. Um, his defense was really good. And that energy and that spark really helped the team. He played really well alongside RJ Hampton. They were both pests defensively. Um, they, they both played huge minutes early in that fourth quarter. And then finally, it was just moving the ball getting it to the open guy and making shots. Moritz Wagner made some great plays, made some great shots um, to close that game out. Franz Wagner made incredible passes throughout the course of the game. Just a really strong, solid effort from him throughout. It it, it was just, it, it was exactly what you want to see. Exactly how this team needs to win and exactly how this team hasn't been performing late in these games. It was almost like, the magic just made it clear. You know, Charlotte let them hang around that, you know, Charlotte's defense is an open door. You just got to walk through it and just have the patience and the poise to get through it. Um, but Orlando got down and defended. They use their defense as the catalyst, as the lead to get back into this game. They gave up just 18 points. 18 points. They only gave up 102 points total to the second best offensive team in the league. It was a really impressive defensive effort and just a really good energetic game. The Magic played like they wanted to win, played like they were desperate for a win. Um, and that desperation really carried over. And it finally, uh, and then, um, you know, you can play well enough to win and win in this league. Um, you've got to just kind of keep scratching out and keep trying to find your way out out of any you might be in. The Magic did that in this one. It was a really impressive win. I'd venture to say, you know, they've had some good wins. The Utah win was really good, that required a comeback. The Denver win had its moments, was really good as well. Um, you know, the New York the second New York win uh, up uh, up and, up at the Garden, fantastic game from the Magic. It was probably their best all-around performance. This was right up there. This was a really good performance from Orlando. One that did not look like it was coming from a team with a 10-game losing. Certainly they played with the desperation like they understood. To, to break this skid, to break this losing streak, we've got to play a lot better. we got to play with a lot more energy. And Charlotte kind of forces you to pick your energy up. They play with a ton of pace. They try to get up and down the floor. Um, they you know they really try to speed you up. That is a big thing of what Charlotte tries to do because they're trying to outscore you. They're not defending you at all. They're not defending you very much. Their defense is to make you uncomfortable and make you play fast and hope that you make, enough, make more mistakes um, than they give up points um, at the end of the day. Um, Orlando did a really good job staying poised and staying on, on, on target. Um, you know, I got to give Cole Anthony a lot of credit here as well. Um, you look at Cole Anthony's numbers, um, Cole Anthony, uh, you know, uh, shoots fewer than 10 field goal attempts for the first time all season, two for eight over three from beyond, from beyond the arc, eight points, but he adds eight assists and six rebounds. So three turnovers were a concern, but. Um, he, he was still really good. I, I really liked his game. He knew to take a back seat in this one and, and did a good job setting everyone else up. Franz Wagner had another really strong game, 19.6 rebounds, seven assists, eight for 11 shooting. And of course, Mo Wagner off the bench, 26 points, 11 for 17 shooting, four for eight from beyond the arc. Um, again, this was a game that required contributions from everyone. It required everyone to, to kind of, to take the challenge and rise to it. And again, that is the big takeaway from this game is the magic had a challenge. They, they needed to break this 10 game losing streak. They needed to play better. They needed to commit and execute in the fourth. And that's exactly what they did. That's exactly what they're able to do. And again, proof that they can indeed do it. Um, as we'll talk about here in a minute, um, now that you've proven you can do it once, you've got to do it again. This and The NBA is about what can you do every single night? What can you do on your worst nights, and that's exactly what the Magic didn't do Saturday night in Dallas against the Dallas Mavericks. We'll talk about that game coming up here in just a moment uh, since Friday's game's already in the rearview mirror. I talk about it more, but it's already old news. I just wanted to make sure we got it in and gave credit where credit's due. But before we get into that game against the Mavericks, let's talk a little bit about the sound of the sail. It is the best sound of the wor- in the world when that cash register rings when another sale drops to you. Everyone loves that sound. The sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big businesses. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility. Believe me, this podcast, the first time I started doing a podcast was really brinky dink. I, I didn't really know what I was doing. I didn't have great equipment. Um, I didn't have great infrastructure. And I was just doing it for fun. I wasn't thinking about selling ads and making it a business. But ever since joining the Locked On Podcast Network, ever since getting that infrastructure, ever since getting, you know, kind of ad reads like this one, the whole world has changed. And obviously, it's helped me and helped this podcast network grow tremendously. And Shopify is certainly a big big part of uh, of our solution as well. Like our business, Shopify powers millions of businesses from first sale to full scale. Reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. Gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. More than a store, Shopify grows with you. So this is possibility powered by Shopify. Go to shopify.com slash LockedOnNBA, that's all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash LockedOnNBA right now. That's shopify.com slash LockedOnNBA today. want to thank you for making Locked On Magic your first listen of the day or a part of your day in general whenever you choose to listen to us. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. Listen to Locked On Now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or watch it on the Locked On NBA YouTube channel. So, like I said, Friday's game against the Charlotte Hornets was about as good as it could be. Jalen Suggs was back, clearly making a huge difference for the team. The team moved the ball well, got got baskets to fall. The offense really clicked. The defense really stepped up and led the way. And in the fourth quarter, when it was put put up or shut up time, the Magic not only put up, they shut up the other team too. 15-2 run to start the fourth quarter. Really took control of the game. Yes, Charlotte was able to cut it down to four, but Orlando kept their poise, extended the lead back out, learned their lesson from the Boston game. Uh, And put themselves in the best position to win. And the Magic ultimately did win that game running away. So then, what happened in Dallas the next night? Again, as I've said, the NBA is about what can you do consistently on your worst night? What can you do every single night without fail? That is the NBA. That is the regular season. That is how you build consistency. That's how you get ready for the playoffs. You understand what you're good at and you press that advantage as much as you can. And even on your worst nights, you know, you can rely on that. So what can the magic rely on every night? Um, That is the ultimate question. And that is a question that most teams in the magic's position, most rebuilding teams cannot answer that question. You know, again, and whether you want to say that's good or bad, I think it's certainly bad, but I don't think it's uh, uh, panically bad. It's panically a word. It is now. Um, I don't think it's. I don't think it's fatal. I don't think at this point that's fatal. But the fact of the matter is, the reason why the Magic are eight and thirty-four or eight and thirty-five now um, is or eight and thirty-six. Oh shoot, I, I'm losing track of the record. They got eight wins. I know that. Um, the reason why the Magic have the worst record in the league is because they do not have this consistency. Um, You know, the Dallas Mavericks, I thought the Magic had a real chance to win on Saturday because the Dallas Mavericks were also traveling uh, in in a very difficult back-to-back similar to the Magic. A 9.30 p.m. Eastern start time in Dallas. Orlando was traveling from Charlotte after a 7 o'clock tip-off, 7 o'clock Eastern time tip-off. Dallas traveling from Memphis after a 10 o'clock Eastern time tip-off. Now, Dallas was able to blow out the Grizzlies in the third, fourth quarter, get a little bit of rest for their players or, or, or take some of their players out in the fourth quarter. But um again, just it was a very difficult schedule game, very difficult schedule. Um, you know, this was a game that it is fair to say is a schedule loss. Um, I am not gonna freak out or or overreact to this kind of a loss, but there's still a lesson to be learned. And the big lesson is about energy. The way the Magic played against Friday, they played with a level of desperation, they played with a level of intensity, um, uh, of of energy that they brought to the game to make sure they want it. Um, And again, you know, the Magic talk a lot about bell plays. They talk a lot about these little things that are signifiers of energy, signifiers of the way the team is playing. But in this game, they looked not only tired, but unenergetic, lethargic even. Um, it was It it is the exact opposite of how the Magic are going to win games and how the Magic have to win games. When you look at teams, when you look at teams that struggle, when you look at... um, at the way that that um, teams are able to make up talent gaps, it's all about energy. The team that plays the hardest, the team that that exerts the most energy, they're going to get the benefit of the doubt with the calls. They're going to give themselves a chance just by playing harder, by getting to more of those 50-50 balls, giving themselves a chance. Again, that's what the bell plays are about as much as anything else, is, is an attitude that we're going to go take the game rather than let it come to us. We're going to go out and outwork the other team to win those 50-50 balls, to give ourselves a bigger chance, a a greater chance to win And and again, those are all part of the winning habits that Jamal Mosley is trying to build. You don't want to use the back-to-back as an excuse, but this team looked very, very tired. All the indicators of of a tired team, of a team that's not able to to get a move on, were all there. Orlando gave up offensive rebounds. Not a ton of 2nd chance points, but gave up offensive rebounds. They turned the ball over seven times in the first quarter. I watched most of them. I think all but two were dead ball turnovers, which is okay, but just kind of lazy passing, just, you know, miscommunication on passes or passes that were just off target or guys stepping out of bounds, just lack of focus turnovers. And again, this Magic team is not going to win giving that up. And then the final thing, the final indicator of how bad the Magic were or how lethargic the Magic were, the final indicator free throws. Dallas took 38 free throws, and again, it's just a lot of being late to spots, being late on rotations, being late defending their own man. Again, Dallas had all the same excuses, had all the had all the thing, had everything else, but they played with a ton of energy. They brought it in this game. They wanted that you know they wanted to win. Obviously, they're they're little they're a little bit more seasoned, but they played their game. And even though they didn't shoot well, even though Luka Doncic didn't shoot well, sure, Kristaps Porzingis did not play in Friday's game against Memphis. He returned from an injury in Saturday's game against the Magic and looked fresh and looked fresher than everyone. Um, The Magic, the the Mavericks looked tired, but they pushed through it. They made the plays. They got the job done. Um, Again, like Orlando had some interesting and some good moments. I I don't think it was a complete disaster of a game. They shoot 48% from Florida seven for 26 from beyond the arc, but they gave themselves a chance. They had seven turnovers in the first quarter, but only 15 for the game. So it's not like they were just abjectly terrible, 16 assists on 37 field goals. So maybe the ball wasn't moving as effectively. They shoot well enough to win the game. They just don't score enough. And Dallas is a team that likes to slow the pace. So that's probably part of why the magic scored so few, but you give up turnovers, you give up free throws. Dallas shoots just 41% from, from the floor, but they go 32 of 38 from the foul line. Again, this is in a 108-92 win. You know, you give up 108 points, you're not doing something that terrible. But like so many games, the Magic were playing from behind. You look at the defense, offensive rating. Magic's offensive rating was 97.9. Obviously, just didn't score enough. They shot the ball well, but did not score enough. Three-point shooting hurt them. Um, again, tired legs. You, you can see, you can see when, when the legs are tired, at least they didn't take too many of those threes. And then turnover is a big factor in that. Dallas with a 114.9 offensive rating. So, you know, not a great defensive game by any stretch of the imagination for the Magic, but, um, you know, there are some positive signs there if you choose to look for them. But at the end of the day, the Magic did not do the things they needed to do to win. Scoring was difficult. Robin Lopez at 16 on eight for nine shooting. Mortz Wagner followed his big game with 16. Off the bench, you know, ticked off Luka Doncic uh, at one point. Jalen Suggs also at 16, as he can, as he had a second straight really nice scoring and shooting game, seven for 11 from the floor, over two from beyond the arc, but seven 11 from the floor, three turnovers. He still has to kind of watch his turnovers a little bit. Um, you know, certainly a part of that's just kind of getting back into the rhythm of the game and, and all that jazz. Um, again, the Magic cannot be outworked um, with the team that they have. They're not out-talenti.ng anybody. Um, you know, they got the worst record in the league. They've got to. They've got to outwork everyone. They've got to play harder than everyone to give themselves a chance and give themselves uh, every opportunity to win. And for whatever reason, you know, again, it's pretty easy to say why. Um, you know, again, you don't want to use it as an excuse. And Orlando's got to learn how to play back to backs. They're one and nine, and they're ten back to backs. They have five back to backs left this season. Um, one and nine in the second night of their back to backs. I should say, um, the Magic have to be able to find that energy. Um, again, we 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 should be. We should be celebrating a big win against Charlotte, and and honestly, even if they didn't beat Dallas, a competitive game against Dallas. This was not a competitive game. Orlando was out of it and could not climb back in. Their defense did not get the stops they needed. Um, they They couldn't get the shots they needed to kind of break through. Anytime they built momentum, Dallas took it right back away. That's a sign of a veteran team. That's a sign of a team that knows what it's doing and who it is. Um, Orlando was, was kind of scrambling and searching just to hold on. And, and while, you know, Orlando's done this every single time, you know, Orlando got down 20. They cut the lead down to something more respectable. They lose by a, you know, decently respectable margin, but probably a fair result um, in the end. So, you know, Orlando's got to find energy. They've got to play with energy if they want any chance to win any of these games. We'll talk about tonight's game against the Portland Trailblazers coming up here in just a moment. But first... A quick word from our pals at Built Bar. It's a new year, so that means New Year's resolutions. And if yours is about getting fit, like mine is, or eating healthier, like mine is, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar and maybe even a little bit better than a candy bar. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good, you'll want to eat it. Unlike other protein bars, which can be chalky or waxy or taste just god-awful. You want to eat healthy but it just gets so boring but like week three you might be thinking this is not worth it where's the chocolate well built bars are covered in 100 percent real chocolate and do indeed taste like candy bars this isn't just copy this is true most built bars contain 130 calories four grams of sugar four net carbs, four grams of net carbs and 17 grams of protein compare that to a candy bar usually has a whole lot more almost double of all of those things if not much much more Even if you're not a huge fan of working out, you can at least eat something that tastes good, gives you that little chocolate fix, gives you a little bit of protein to get you through your day. It is a great pick-me-up snack in the middle of the day, just as much as a great supplement to help you after your workout regain that energy. And there's so many flavors to choose from. Coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint brownie, and many, many more. In fact, Built is always coming out with new limited time flavors, so check out built.com often to see what's new. Go to built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Bilt.com. Today's podcast is also brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march through the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile site, so sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code locked on to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet online is the fast and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. The Land Magic are back in action at the Amway Center. Yes, back home at the Amway Center, taking on the Portland Trailblazers. They will play six of their next seven games at the Amway Center. They have this one against Portland. They had to Philadelphia on Wednesday, and then a five-game home stand. The Lakers, the Bulls, the Clippers, the Pistons, and the Mavericks all coming to the Amway Center. A big, big, big homestand. A home stand where we are expecting a few returns, perhaps. At least one return, I would I would suspect will happen during this homestand, or I hope happens during this homestand. Um, so we are we are definitely in a really fun part of the season where you know hopefully the magic can pick up some momentum, re uh, you know kind of reharden some some principles, and yes, get some guys back from injury. We saw just how important Jalen Suggs seemed to be for this Orlando Magic team. Just what a positive impact he provided for this team. Before we dive into what to expect, the injury report comes first. That return that we're alluding to. Not happening in this game. The usual four players are still listed as out for this game, and Wendell Carter is out as well, or listed out as of Monday, Monday morning with a sore left hamstring. For the Portland Trailblazers, Norman Powell is still questionable as he recovers from COVID. Damian Lillard still out uh, as he recovers from the surgery to his abdominal. Um, but CJ McCollum is expected. To make his his return after a collapsed lung, so how much he will be able to play, what he'll be able to do is certainly a question. Orlando's going to be have to be have to be on its game with the guards because while Portland is certainly still a struggling team, just like the Magic, they're down near the bottom of the standings in the Western Conference. They struggled on the road, although they just picked up a big win at Washington the other night. Uh, this is a team that has a lot of dangerous guards, and no guard is more dangerous than Altamont Springs native. Anthony Simons, yes, Altamont Springs native, went to Edgewater High School, is named after the great Anthony Penny Hardaway. Um, Simons is a guy that when he's been given the opportunity, he has put up big games like this. So it's not super surprising that he is playing really, really well. He is a big guard, able to able to shoot, uh, able to pass, uh, pass a little bit. Um, Portland did a really good job kind of developing him in, in silence and quiet, uh, unleashing him at certain points. Um, they've been, I think, looking for ways to play him more and to feature him a little bit more. And he's obviously kind of delivered on that front as well. Um, he is, he has been really, really good during the stretch and he will put up points. If the team is not careful, if the team does not defend him. Well, expect Gary Harris to get the call on him. At least, uh, at least, uh, 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 at least, unless, CJ McCollum is playing or and CJ McCollum is is in rhythm. Which, you know, I, I expect CJ McCollum will have some hiccups in this game. I don't think he'll kind of dive right back in and put up, you know, a 50 spot or something. And probably by saying that he's probably going to because that's how this works. Um, but Simons is a really impressive player. If I'm not mistaken, and I will just frantically look this up while I'm talking here. I don't believe Anthony Simons has actually played at the Amway Center so far, so far in his short career. Obviously, he hasn't played a ton yet. Um I'm going to look this up real fast here while I'm thinking about it. Um, something I should have done beforehand. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't believe Simons has played. Uh, he did. I don't believe Simons has played at the Amway Center. He has played against the Magic before. and uh, He did play at the Amway Center last year, so I stand corrected. Um, but, uh, but obviously, um, this is a big game for Anthony Simons. Uh, I'm sure he's going to be happy to be home. I'm sure he's going to ha- have some family in town. Uh, I'm sure he's going to have some family at the game. I'm sure he's going to want to put on a show. Orlando's got to be ready to defend these guards. And, and, you know, Portland is not a super dynamic team. This isn't the Portland Trailblazers of years past. Um, you know, they, they they can score. They're also going to give up a lot of points. So in, in, a, in a big way, this could be very similar to the Charlotte game. Um, Orlando defending their home home to court. That, you know, yes, they're coming off a tough road trip. And I think there's a little bit of fatigue involved in that. That first game back home after a long road trip can be tough as well. But This is a game that's very winnable for the Orlando Magic. And this that's not a knock on Portland. It's just the reality of the standings. I think the Magic are playing well. I think the Magic have something to prove. Um, I think the Magic are, you know, still knocking on the door of winning a bit more consistently, winning a few more games. Um, you know, Portland ha- is playing well, and it's not that this is a shoe win or this is some easy game. Orlando's still got to play really well, they got to do the things that they're supposed to do if they're gonna if they're gonna win. Um, but Portland is certainly very, very capable. You know, Nasir Little, also an Orlando native. Um, I believe he went to, – trying to remember what high school he went to. I think he went to I think he was at the was he at the first academy for a little while. I don't I don't remember exactly where he went to, but he is he's an Orlando native as well. Um, he's been playing really, really well too. Uh, so there's definitely a, a lot that can happen and, and a lot that's gonna be at play in this game should be should be an exciting one. I, I think this is gonna be a really fun game to watch as well. So hopefully a good capper to your Martin Luther King Day festivities or or, or, or however you choose to spend the holiday. Um, of, of course, you know, the, the magic and the NBA will have uh, some programming to help educate ahead, uh, educate on the legacy and life of Dr. Martin Luther King as well. But that's going to do it for me. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. That you're tuning in to Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the football, on the podcasts to your podcast enabled listening device. You can, of course, find me on Twitter at Philip R underscore MD. And for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Thank you for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Tomorrow, we'll do a complete recap of the Magic's game against the Portland Trailblazers. But for now, make your second listen to Locked On Bets, your daily one stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic. This has been Phil Frostman Wright. We'll see you all again next time for another episode. Au revoir,